0: VOTE might amount to the most shocking news of the week and potentially of the year, former WWE Champion, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt has been released from WWE. WWE made the announcement on their social media platforms before soon deleting the tweets. Sean Rossap, of Fightful then later confirmed the reports that Bray Wyatt has been released. The superstar has not been seen since WrestleMania 37, where he lost to Randy Orton in the opener of Night 2 of WrestleMania 37 in Tampa Bay, Florida. There's been numerous reports going from him dealing with Um, The loss of Brody Lee to creative having nothing for him over the last couple of months to explain his absence from television, but this comes as a shock to many fans and wrestlers alike that Bray Wyatt has been released from WWE. You can check out this week's Romeo report that was released earlier today with Romeo and myself where we talked about the breaking news in detail. And we will have more on this breaking news story next week on True Heel Heat.
1: Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are back with another weekly podcast, True Hill Heat 136. On this edition of True Hill Heat, we will be discussing the latest wrestling news, including update on CM Punk to AEW and how it ties into AEW's latest live event announcement that was made on Fight for the Fallen. Speaking of Fight for the Fallen we will do a recap on that huge event featuring the 10 man elimination tag as well as Nick Gage going one on one with Chris Jericho in a no rules match in the second labor of Jericho. Review of WWE NXT WWE Raw New Japan pro wrestling wrestle grand slam impact wrestling and smackdown update on where wwe's queen of the ring tournament will take place and it's mighty mighty interesting and our individual must see forbidden door matches as aew teases more new japan development on their promotion we will give you our top three forbidden door dream Masses and much much more i am back once. Once again with the beautiful, the lovely. She took a week off and she's gotten more beautiful. Miss oh, Chrissy Love.
2: Thanks, guys. I missed you. You guys did wonderful on the live stream on Saturday. Sorry I couldn't be there, but I'm here today. Missed you guys.
1: We've missed you too as always. And of course I am back with the resident true heel alcoholic himself, Top Guy JJ.
3: Yes, sir. Oh my God, yo, I love that chain, yo. Love that chain, boy. that chain huh. is that chain is pretty fire. Like, I, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I might have I seen I'm, that chain this know, I'm about to say know, yes, I've you've seen, seen, seen this a, a number of times, but I guess I'm loving the contrast with the gold and the blacks. I think I'm like, uh. I think I'm liking that. I think I'm liking that 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 double. And then, of course, I don't know how you make these do rags look good, man. But I think I'm uh. calling these do rags these head, scars, <laughs> head
2: wraps. I was like, these are head wraps, but you know, it's okay. so,
3: Yeah, I corrected myself <laughs> real quick. And, um, yeah, no alcohol for me today. Um, Yeah, got a big day tomorrow. No alcohol for me today.
2: Yeah, no Sam, I'm worries. drinking water. It's too early. <laughs> I need we to get to understand. the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> we understand. Okay, but, of course, this edition of True Hill Heat is brought to you by our friends over at Powered4TV, the leading streaming site for all independent wrestling in the UK. You can get 50% off of your first month on Powered4TV by using the promo code SP. And of course if you're watching this on youtube right now drop us a like share this video with all your wrestling fans friends and family on all your favorite social media platforms If you are new to the true hill heat youtube channel smash that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content right here on true hill heat If you're watching us live during our premiere leave your thoughts in the live chat We love the discussion going on as we premiere the latest episode of true hill heat so drop us a thought our super chat if you want in the live chat here or leave your comments down below in the comment section and tell us what you think about the latest wrestling news and if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform give us a star rating a five star rating leave us a review and we will shout you out on the next edition of true hill heat during our true heel roll call as we kick off every edition of true hill heat shouting out our supporters on social media and the true heel heat youtube channel our top three conversation starters on the true heels group page coming in at number three is ted williams coming in at number two is luis Jaden. and coming in at number one once again is the negro buck himself nick jackson couple of true hills that we got a shout out on this edition here you got Dave Newman, Daryl Lucas Matthew E. Flores and Stephanie Sepulveda. Uh, YouTube subscriber highlight Beep Boop has been commenting on a lot of different videos we appreciate you good brother and he said on rated raw superstars number 11 this week didn't watch raw because I was in the hospital we hope you are doing well sir but you yes. can be wow. damn sure one of the first things I did was look for your raw review and we always appreciate that we appreciate the sacrifice of uh, romeo and drunk guy jj for watching monday night raw live <laughs> and going live <laughs> following the show so always appreciate the comments like beep boop there on true hill heat one 130- thing <laughs> On True Hill Heat 135, Carnish Payne commented, this was a great show and very balanced. We appreciate the love and we got a shout out and thank our special guest from True Hill Heat 135, Samara from SE Scoops. She did a great job and even got uh, got one of the matches for New Japan that me and Top Guy JJ got wrong. She got correct. So it, for someone who admitted that she hadn't watched a lot of New Japan, she represented for the ladies well for you, Miss." Chris. Chrissy
3: love.
2: Oh, great. Good job. Sure Good job. Good sure job. <laughs> Always love when the ladies are in the house, right?
3: How did both of us on that pick. I was
2: like, wow. <laughs> awesome. awesome.
1: <laughs> so we're going to start off this edition of True Hill Heat with our top news story. And similar to last week, it is about none other than C.M. Punk, the latest on CM Punk signing with AEW. Fightful select the uh, you know Sean rodsap who first dropped the scoop of the year that CM Punk was thinking about returning to professional wrestling, has now provided an update on the rumors of CM Punk being in talks with with AEW, which began last week. According to the latest update, sources indicated that there have had been consideration and interest on AEW's part for bringing in CM. Punk since last year. It's unknown if formal conversations between Punk and AEW began at that time. However, company higher-ups had openly mentioned uh, the idea of him coming in at some point. About two months ago, talent on the roster hadn't heard about Punk possibly coming in when they asked around regarding the subject. Additionally, Punk has been a hot topic of conversation backstage in AEW over the past week. More specifically, it was Those who have not worked with CM Punk in the past have been asking others how it is to work with him Uh, AEW had made attempts to bring in Punk in the past In April 2019, CM Punk spoke about receiving a general offer from AEW at one point This news comes off the heels of Living Color, now following AEW on Twitter and Mm. Instagram their song "Cult of Personality" was Punk's entrance theme song in WWE, ROH, and, U- and the UFC. Uh, so it seems as though there is this is another sign that Punk could be headed to AEW soon. Punk himself also started following AEW on Twitter recently. Kenny Omega has addressed uh, the rumors in an interview with Wrestling Observer Radio. He said in regards to Punk. And I quote CM Punk a guy Who probably has a different line of Thinking than your current day performer Your average Mm -hmm. performer And he has this incredible reputation And he has fans to this day Who would follow him to the ends of the Earth a very dedicated fan Base and that fan base believes he's The best in the world and will Mm -hmm. be The best until the end of time If you're able to have people like that Who follow your career so passionately You probably have something very special About you the young bucks on the other hand address the rumors in only their own way on their twitter (laughs) bio writing and i quote are the rumors true question mark idk we just hope they can take our finish well
2: Love love us the young bucks
1: and their sarcasm. Uh, Body Slams uh, Cassidy Haynes reports that AEW president Tony Khan along with the AEW EVPs flew to Chicago on a private jet uh, early this week to film promotional footage. uh, AEW will be going to the city in the first week of September for Dynamite Rampage and All Out at the Now Arena. The company is looking to make Chicago their their number two market and reportedly won CM Punk to be there. It was noted that in regards to the rumors that Punk is in talks to debut for the company, it's a matter of when, not if. And then Mm -hmm. it was announced on AEW Dynamite Fight for the Fall in 2021 that the company would hold their first event in the United Center the home of the Chicago Bulls in Chicago on August 20th for a special Rampage episode entitled The First Dance an homage to the last dance documentary on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls uh, that that was released last year this caused a huge CM Punk chant from the Charlotte crowd at fight for the fallen and of course that led into an interview with darby allen where he said to prove yourself as the greatest you have to prove it in aew even if you think that you're the best in the world we Mm. also got MJF doing and quoting the pipe bomb later in the night to Chris Jericho following the main event. Miss Chrissy Love, you weren't with us for True Hill Heat 135, so I'm going to go to you first. What are your thoughts on AEW's biggest tease yet of CM Punk coming in <sighs> and them running the United Center, a 23,000 seat arena the day before SummerSlam with potentially Punk's
2: debut? Okay, first of all, Chills. One, um, two. Wow. Um, the United Center, like that, is humongous. Like, first of all, it's a, we're still in a panorama, and we're gonna have these big ass events. Great. Um, panorama. Hopefully. Panorama. That's a, <laughs> that's a That's a that's a camera view, love. I know. Get <laughs> with the joke. Come on, guys. Think, panorama I think... pandemic. Come on. They we are not make the yourself... same
3: thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not tomato,
2: tomato here. Oh God! She's a
3: panorama. We're I'm still gonna... in a panorama, guys. Come on! Oh my God!
1: Uh, me... Just like, just like, who's, uh, who's Kevin? We need, we yeah. need a panorama shirt.
2: Yeah, panorama. We're still in a pandemic, guys. Come we're, on! I'm trying to still in a panorama. We're <laughs> still a panorama. God, you guys are. You no know, jokes with you guys at all? I'm just I'm laughing. I'm
3: laughing. No. Trust me, I'm laughing. <laughs> Jesus. Was, was definitely, it was definitely funny.
2: <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So we're still in the hype of um, a pandemic. Um, so, yeah, the United States is really, really huge. Um, love to see it. I'll be watching it from my home. Um, but also, it's a, a good F you the day before SummerSlam. Go, everyone come to Chicago. Don't go to Las Vegas. Come over here. I don't know how um, Drunk That's Guy shame. JJ is going to do it he's got to get two tickets. he got to get SummerSlam <laughs> and um the, the tickets for Chicago because you know he's going to try his best to get the both of them. <laughs>
1: knowing him. Knowing, knowing him.
2: him. And he got It'll several be. outfits ready on, on, on site. Um, but I'm excited to see if it really happens. I mean, just got to sit back and watch and see if it does happens. Wow. That would be a, I mean, a W just pulling like all the, tr- the, all the things out of the, the, um, the magic hat right now. They're just pulling out all of the tricks. It's just like, even from dynamites episode. Wow. So it's like for you to just like, now nah, this is a big, big one that we're going to just hold on to really tight. And for him to go against Darby Allen. Great. Cool. Love to see it. Um, I think that would be a great opponent for him. Um, cause Darby will like, you know, he can throw Darby out all, all around like a like a rag doll. So it will be great, you
1: know. So what do, what do you do you think are we asked the percentage on on True Hill Heat 135 after this mm-hmm. strongly teasing CM Punk on the latest edition of AEW Dynamite? What is your percentage that we see CM Punk at the first dance on August 20th?
2: <sighs> Ooh. People keep giving all of these, uh, like, little, like, teasers and, like, little hints here and there. Like, these little, like, things that go over your head. Like, did he just say that or whatever? So, I would give it maybe about 75%, maybe. All right. That's I fair. Think 75 is a good good number, you know. Half says, you know. And then the other little percentage says, you know. Uh, maybe. Maybe not, you know.
1: That's fair. That's fair. What did guy- you guys
2: say? Top oh, guy JJ, sorry.
1: what are you, what are your thoughts on these huge teases of uh, CM Punk on AEW Dynamite and them running the United Center for the second uh, AEW Rampage for the first dance?
3: United Center is the first thing I thought when I saw. It. I was like, that is a that's a pretty large venue for them to not have something big happen. It's in Chicago. It's SummerSlam weekend. Everyone knows it's SummerSlam weekend. You got SummerSlam, and you got NXT. They actually flipped the order of the pay-per-views this year. So you, you got Rampage the night before. If you make it to fucking Vegas after going to Chicago, it's a four-hour flight. So if you're able to make it, kudos to you. But RIP to your sleep. Um <laughs> and- <laughs>
2: All right, Pete, you're not getting no sleep at all. None whatsoever. Not, not,
3: no, because you're going to have to make it to the airport a couple hours early and then endure a four hour flight and then
2: mm-hmm. pack two different time zones. Got to get yep. into a room.
3: So there will be people that will do this. There they will be, be yes. That yes. Will do this, and they will be yeah. living on energy drinks the entire weekend. And then they will crash hard on Monday. hmm. Mm hmm. But I, I, this is all but confirmed. This is, it has to be all but confirmed. I'm gonna go as far as ninety eight percent because. Ooh,
2: that's a lot. It, 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 it's
3: they are not doing these things. They're not put. They know what they're doing. AEW has shown over the course of the past couple of years that they know what they're doing, and they're not putting these Easter eggs in there for nothing. They're not doing this for no reason. They're not putting this. Darby Allen promo on purpose for no reason. They're not having MJF mimic an exact promo on purpose for no reason. They're not doing this for no reason. They are trying to amp this thing up so they can sell those 20 plus thousand tickets to have a sold out arena because AEW doesn't run venues this large very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so For them to get to sell this out. They got to pull out all the stops. And if they think yeah. they got locked and loaded and signed and the commitment is there, they are going to use the hell out of it to sell because they're going to make a payoff out of this. They got to pay this shit off. They're going to have enough money to pay all these people. They, AEW has got a lot of contracts, a lot of very hefty contracts. And they are going to have to start filling up these large arenas to pay these guys off.
1: Mm Hmm seems legit seems legit chrissy. I know you kind of mentioned it when you were talking about it But do you believe that darby allen is a good choice to be cm punk's first opponent in aew?
2: Well, yeah, I, I think like I said, I think uh darby he's young Um, and he can let the older guy like throw him around and make him look good and you know Do his thing And still, like, you know, let CM Punk get the, you know, the win off. But he's going to be a good offense for him. So, I think it's going to be great for him. I think that's a great choice.
1: What about you, Top Guy JJ?
2: Um,
3: I think it would, it is going to be good if they're all trading off between Punk, Darby, and Sting. Because I don't Mm -hmm. think that Darby is going to be able to handle the promo game on the level of what CM Punk would deliver in the promo game. By himself,
2: that's why I he needs to. Mm. I
3: think there's going to be a contrast there. There has to be because Darby, there's no way, there's no way Darby is going to be able to hang with Punk on the mic. There's no way.
1: Mm. Yeah, it'll be it'll be hard. That pressed. sounds of yeah. Hard pressed to for Darby to keep up with one of the greatest promo guys of all time, but it's very, very interesting indeed. Uh, strong teases for CM Punk showing up. A huge event at the United right. Center. It's probably if they're a- if they're able to sell this out two weeks before they're running three more events in Chicago. It would probably be one of the biggest feats in AEW history. Right. And I said it on uh, Twitter when the when the uh, Announcement was made running the united center a day before SummerSlam with cm punk's debut is the ultimate put your dick on the table move by tony, ooh, khan. tony khan is tony khan the, is ooh, not tony,
2: the dick on the table guys whoa tony khan is,
1: is is a loony a loony guy but i mean running the united center a bigger venue than what they're going to run for those three events in chicago during all out week is crazy for his secondary show he's gonna right. have, he's gonna have C, a, a possible cm punk debut on his secondary show this is stuff
3: that we not don't even the main see.
2: show yeah, yeah not even the main show this is but, just stuff so, we
3: don't see and the, but the reason about it is that everybody's eyes is going to be on wrestling that weekend yeah the fact right. that they're using right, right. They're, and it's kind of like they're using that wwe platform to enhance yes, yes. their viewership because everybody knows it's a you got SmackDown, you got SummerSlam weekend, that whole weekend is a mm-hmm. heavy, heavy Wait, isn't that
2: take wait, isn't Takeover that day too?
1: No, Takeover is is on the Sunday. There's they, gonna be Smackdown.
3: They flip the order. They, the they so they got be Smackdown, SmackDown SummerSlam.
1: Smackdown and then Rampage is after SmackDown and then SummerSlam is on the Saturday yeah. and then Takeover is on the Sunday.
3: So you oh. got the go-home show to SmackDown on Friday night. Then Rampage follows right after that. So to follow a go-home show is, is fucking genius.
2: It is wow. genius. So they're not at the same time slot?
3: No. Rampage is at 10 o'clock. Yeah, Rampage o'clock. starts at 10
2: Oh, my God. I- it's only one hour.
3: 10 but, to but 11. But that-
2: Oh, it's like but, a Sunday night heat almost. Okay, yeah. great, got you. All right, so, continue, go ahead.
3: That that, it, that I, I, that's why it's genius. They're they're putting this in probably gonna be one of their. You're probably gonna get north of three to three and a half million viewers for the go home soldiers for the go home show to SummerSlam, because so, SmackDown's been killing it. SmackDown's been killing it. So their viewership is I definitely. I don't
1: know like, about 3 million. They haven't hit 3 million yet. It, they've while. been
3: in the twos. They've been yeah. in the twos constantly. Yeah. And fuck, if, if Monday Night Raw can get an uptick in viewership, why the hell SmackDown can <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they have. They were at like 2 million. Now they're doing like 2.2, 2.3 since fans so, are back. So I'm not so saying had, that it.
3: So if they hit a 2.5, 2.6, sorry so yeah. to be fair. So to be fair, do a 2.5, 2.6. Those eyeballs know United Center is right after. They yes. know it's right after. So even if nine hundred thousand of those people watch this, it's gonna be it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be freaking epic. They know what they're doing.
1: For those who uh, follow my content, I probably will be talking to Sports Keto Wrestling and telling them that I am not gonna do Smack Talk following SmackDown and compete <laughs> that week most especially. But uh yeah, right. I-, I talk to Dutch Mantel and see if he can watch AEW so we can review both. But stay tuned.
0: A couple of additional notes to add to the CM Punk story. Uh, Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net has uh, confirmed in an interview with Wrestling Inc. how the locker room feels about CM Punk coming in. He says, and I quote, I started hearing more and more about Daniel Bryan because I was trying to ask about CM Punk to begin with, but nobody really said anything. They were finding out most of them at the same time. All of us were, I think, very few people know, knew about that one. As far as I know, everybody seems to be really excited that I've talked to because this is huge for them. I don't think anybody harbors any bad feelings towards him, except the punk Co Cabana thing, which is interesting with him being a producer. Uh, they're going to be in the back of lot together, so how's that going to happen? They're going to have to interact at some point. And in even bigger news regarding the AEW Rampage, the first dance, pre-sale numbers, the first day for pre-sales was huge, with over 10,000 tickets sold. Tallying up to 12,000 tickets in total by PW Insider. So it seems that this event will be selling well in the United Center on August 20th. We'll have more details soon to come.
1: All right. but we got to move on to what we missed. And, of course, we got to start off with AEW. Once again, AEW Dynamite fight for the fall in 2021. The main event was Chris Jericho defeating Nick Gage in a brutal, no rules main event. Uh Ooh, that wait. In- Included mm-hmm. pizza cutters, which oh. great symmetry with uh, TNT. How you had a pizza cutter spot into a Domino's Pizza commercial immediately uh, during the picture. <laughs> beautiful stuff. Beautiful symmetry. Um, you also had uh, glass, uh, Jericho doing a Huracan rata off the top rope to Nick Gage through a pane of glass. You what also had. Fine. He also had tubes, he had a power driver into glass. After the match, (sighs) MJF announced that the next labor of Jericho will be none other than his former WCW rival, the man that he unmasked in WCW, Hoover Tude Guerrera. My God, Hoovy, the juice is back. The juice is back, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait for it. Uh, We also had the Elite Squad uh, defeat Hangman Page and the Dark Order in a 10-man elimination tag with Kenny Omega beating Paige with the One Ring Angel and the final elimination to leave Omega and Nick Jackson as the sole survivors. This match had it all. It had amazing, probably the best intros to a 5-on-5 tag I've ever seen. A little like uh, anyone could be a cowboy vignette for the Dark Order <laughs> including a spotlight an uh, empty spotlight left for Lee, yes, Lee beautiful. Yes, yes. beautiful I almost cried during that during that entrance there you also had uh, the, the elite played the elite squad with basketball mm-hmm. intros <laughs> including, including Kenny Omega being the only guy in this match from North Carolina and then uh, you know breaking out in the space jam playing and they did the advertisement because of one yep. media is the producers mm-hmm. behind Sham a great play in? Much better than the Army for the Dead play in that they did at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. I just want to say that. Sorry, a uh, um, match
3: trash. Why, why, why would you? Try, why, why would, would you? you dream, in yeah. our minds on this episode with that memory.
1: Just had to. Just had to mention that. Just a whole lot of fun. A very fun opener to the show. FTR defeated Santana and Ortiz. Even though Cash Wheeler was hurt during the match cutting. I was
2: about to say, yeah. Didn't he um get really like injured?
1: Yeah, he got hit on a ring post, cutting his arm very badly. The match got cut short. Uh, Christian Cage and Jurassic Express defeated HFO in a trios tag match. You also had Lance Archer defeat Hikaleo with his father Ming to retain in his corner t- to retain the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship.
2: He looks great, by the way.
1: Before the match, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Hiroshi Tadahashi challenged the winner to a match for the title, which has been officially uh, made for the New Japan Resurgence event on August 14th at The Torch in Los Angeles Coliseum. And also John Moxley cut a promo teasing a future match with the ace. Chrissy Love, what was your thoughts on Fight for the Fallen and what was your highlight of the night?
2: Five for the Fallen was very excellent. Whoever is sitting, again, I've said this for like the last couple of weeks. Whoever is sitting at the table and putting this shit together, bravo. Bravo. You guys know how to put on a freaking show. You guys know what the fans want. You know what to give us. You, just, and you give us just enough. Like, you're not even like giving us like all of the stuff. Like, you're giving us like, and they got so much more to give us. Like, I mean, it's like we got more weeks to keep going. Like. Um, I wish Santana Ortiz would have won, but you know, that's just my feelings on it. Um, give them a little bit of shine. Uh, my highlight that, that closing match. I'm like, these guys, first of all, like they are old as dirt and to do a wrestling match like this, this is, I mean, well not dirt. I'm sorry. They're in their fifties. Sorry guys. That's not old. That's hey, like, Nick is old. like in his forties to be Yeah. Funny. Like, Oh, okay. That's right. Like- um, but <laughs> the last match gave me like, I'm like, okay, these guys can't do anymore. more. And then like when they had the pizza cutter, oh my, I'm like, okay, no more. Th- then the glass, I was like, all right. First of all, the referee who was a woman did her thing. Like bravo to her, um, for calling such a, for such a crazy match, but it was yeah. glass all over the place. It was just, it was just like, heck, it was like pandemonium all over the place in that ring. And she did wonderful. Um, I think that was like one of my highlights and then. Brit Baker's uh, promo, great. Hun Re- Re- uh, Rebel, good. Love them. <laughs> um, so I think those are my two. Um, but the the opening match, the 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 uh, starting lineup, like the the, the lead did it for me. Like them, they were hilarious. And like the only one from North Carolina. And then like you said, that thing with Brody Lee gave like everyone was matching. Everyone was all coordinated. Like, and I'm not a fan of ten men tag. But, I mean, you know. But, I mean, they did a... It was a fun match. It was an awesome match. So, I'll, I'll give it to the first, the opening match. Uh,
1: yes. Uh, I would say my, my highlight was... Uh, well first of all, definitely the CM Punk teases and the announcement of the United Center, and then, uh, yeah, and seeing Hiroshi Tadahashi on, yes. on my screen in uh, the nice in blowout. Looking... Yep. <laughs> but I agree, the match of the night was definitely the 5-on-5 tag, uh, the elite squad. I was heartbroken by that finish with uh, Hangman losing. I thought this would be yeah. Hangman's moment. I love the callbacks to uh, Revolution with uh, the Omega, Omega and the Young Bucks versus mm-hmm. Hangman page in like the one-on-three scenario yeah. it just had it just had everything you would want it was a little bit of like pwg craziness nicks meets with like the the work rate that we're known from the elite and hangman page was a great baby face the dark order were just great baby faces mm-hmm. stu racing flying all over the place just yeah. great performances all around and a heartbreaking finish even though i still think we do have a chance. Hangman Page will make it to verse Omega at All Out. I got my, I got my, my heart's intent on this match happening. I <laughs> think he's gonna figure out some way to get it. But Top Guy JJ, what stood out the most for you? What was your highlight and match of the night?
3: What stands out for me, and I it guess it's on a weekly basis with AEW, is that they just know how to plug everyone into the show with mm-hmm. substance. The order, like. Yep. Even though it was only like three minutes, they knew how to fit Cody and Malachi Black in there. Even though it was only two minutes, they knew how to fit Pac. They didn't know how to fit the T's of Pac and and, and Andrade on there. Like they just know how to just keep your eyeballs relevant on all of these guys and all of like all out is gonna be a big show. Like all out is gonna be a big show, um. They they just I, I just want to see this card. I want to see this card formulate already. I want to see it formulate already. But um, as far as the, the the show, I mean, of course, the ten man tag was fucking awesome. Like the performance of Hangman Page was nothing short of phenomenal. Yeah. Like the the beating that he took, the endurance that he saw, the endurance that he showed, still being able to take out one of the bucks. It, I was glad that he actually lost because it wouldn't have showed such heroics going into a title match. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. still some adversity that Hangman is facing, that final piece of adversity that he still has to face. But oh my god, I mean, uh, Nick, Nick freaking Gage and Jericho, like oh my god, oh my, I wasn't expecting Jericho to go through all of that. Yeah, like, I, 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 yeah I didn't I think so either. I, didn't, not, I didn't, like, Yeah. Yo, he he basically pulled out the death match on Jericho, right? <laughs> and, and, and and this shit was just—I was like, this shit is getting sicker and sicker. This shit is getting. <laughs> I I was literally on like a call, and I was like, okay, I I, I can't eat. I can't focus on this. I got I got I got <laughs> I got to see the rest of this match because this shit is crazy. I I wasn't expecting the backyard wrestling to enter an AEW ring, and that's exactly right. what the fuck it, is. it exactly. did, right? <laughs> So, I mean, AEW is just... I, I feel like AEW every week is just literally doing the show as a fan. They're doing mm-hmm, the show as fans. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, and it's, it's mm-hmm. displaying itself on the TV screen. They're not doing it as a show. They're doing it as fans of product.
2: Yeah, and, and they, they understand to what to do.
3: Nuggets, they know how to give you nuggets every single week. And, I mean, I, I can never... Like, I, on Wednesdays, for, for wrestling purposes... Wednesdays or whatever day that they're on, I try my hardest to not miss AEW mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm not going to be disappointed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, I, I was saying this. I did a Patreon podcast on the distraction with Joseph Holberg. I was like, if there's one show that I watch live every single week, Hopefully. it's AEW. It's AEW, and I don't need to get paid to watch it like I do with SmackDown. It, it's because I genuinely enjoy, enjoy the yeah. show, and it caters to me as a wrestling fan, and it gives you a little bit of everything. Like Top Guy JJ said, you know, you got your death match that you would only see in like certain independent wrestling or czw or gcw you got like the t- the 10-man tag which is a little bit of like pwg yeah. comedy mixed with like high spots and stuff like that you got um you got you get basically you get everything you would want as a professional wrestling fan there's good promos there's good angles like the stuff with malachi black and cody rhodes there's the the promo by darby allen there's teases to what's to come and it doesn't leave you like w- what's going to Happen next they always tell you You know the lineup for the following week So you come Mm -hmm. back and you always have a reason To come back the following week And to come back weeks at a time And that's why I'm hopeful that when we Flash the uh, the rating right here. It's over one million once again. Right. Producer producer sir probably already has it up on the screen for you for your eyes. But I'm hoping that the this run of programming continues for AEW. There's certain you know. Delta variants and you know, COVID-19 still still breaking out with the panorama as Christy Love would say So we are hopeful that AEW can keep having live fans in attendance and keep up this momentum for sure
0: We have a couple additional notes to add to our AEW fight for the falling 2021 fallout Uh, The viewership, as you saw, was 1.1 million viewers. The third week in a row AEW Dynamite has done over a million viewers. And it actually tallies up to be the fourth highest viewership for AEW Dynamite in its history. So another successful week. Third straight week with over a million viewers. So fans back at All Elite Wrestling seems to be a success thus far. And in even bigger news that had social media abuzz, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that at this time, Hangman Adam Page is currently not planned to be the challenger for Kenny Omega at AEW All Out on September 5th in Chicago, Illinois. At one point, it was planned for Page to get to the match, but things changed. The match on Wednesday was designed to shock the crowd. On commentary, it was pushed that Christian Cage could be next in line for a title match next, Uh, although it's unknown if that will be at the pay-per-view or an episode of TV. This led to a lot of fan outrage with fans feeling that AEW has really pushed this as the main event of All Out and feeling that CM Punk and Daniel Bryan have caused the uh, match to be pushed back. It remains to be seen who exactly will fill the spot. Uh, Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter speculated that he would either be Christian Cage or Eddie Kingston to replace Hangman Page so it remains to be seen with CM Punk coming into AEW and possibly having his comeback match at All Out. The thinking within the company is that they don't want Punk's comeback to overshadow Hangman Page's moment. It seems that they still have plans for a Hangman Page. Can he all make a showdown? But it will not happen at All Out. Also, it seems that the synergy that I talked about during our AEW Fight for the Fall in 2021 fallout and recap between TNT and AEW during the Nick Gage versus Chris Jericho No Rules match was by accident. Domino's Pizza is concerned that people are being attacked with pizza cutters on AEW Dynamite and they have issued a statement about it. Of course, at AEW Dynamite Fight for the Fall in 2021, Nick Gage used a pizza cutter to slice Chris Jericho's head open in the main event, immediately after a split screen had a Domino's ad, which many imagined was an intentional placement between Domino's and AEW and TNT. An office reports that no such collaboration happened and Domino's gave a statement saying they are cons considering their advertisement for on the show Uh, they said and i quote we shared the concerns expressed about this incident and the content of this tv 14 rated program and are assessing our advertising presence on it going further Uh, dave Meltzer in the wrestling observer newsletter also speculated that someone went to domino's to make a complaint about this tv 14 material with many speculating that it was possibly someone from wwe that remains to be seen and has not been confirmed but speculation is speculation so we will keep you updated right here on true hill
1: heat we got to move on to New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Grand Slam, which was on uh, over the weekend in the Tokyo Dome. You had Shingo Takagi defeat Hiroshi Tadahashi in a fantastic main event to retain the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. After the match, uh, Evil attacked Shingo to challenge him for the title. You also had Dangerous Techers defeat Naito and Sonata to win the IWG. Heavyweight tag team titles for the third time. Kazuka Okada defeat, uh, defeated Jeff Cobb in a great matchup as well. You also had Robbie Eagles beat El Desperado to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, and he became the first Australian to win a title in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Also, Chase Owens won the New Japan Rambo to win the King of Pro Wrestling 2021 trophy. Uh, Top Gay Gage- J. JJ, when I tell you that evil is the next challenger for the IWGP world heavyweight championship, what is your reaction following the run that evil had last year?
3: I'm not mad at it because I don't assume that he's going to win the title, Hmm. but it was kind of underwhelming, but it was, you know, I, I I love the character change that he had went through when he became the champion, but then kind of like everything after that was kind of a dud, (laughs) but, um, I'm not mad at it. I mean, you're gonna have new challenges for the title. You're gonna have new challenges for the title. So I, I'm not mad. Give Shingo some. Give Shingo some. Some. Some lovely, lovely new competition that he's gonna just run <laughs> through. Because, because, because evil ain't beating no motherfucking Shingo Takagi to win that title. Not happening in this year or next year or the year after that. Sorry, sir. Try again.
1: Very, very, uh, doubtful, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping that Koto Obuchi gets well. We talked about it last week that he has the, uh, aspiration, uh, pneumonia that kept him out of the, the show in the Tokyo Dome mm. uh, we will get into where the Evil and Shingo match will take place that's why I only question it it just gave me a deflating feeling uh, seeing Evil was the next challenger for Shingo Takagi because you know although uh, I wasn't too down on Evil's run he probably would go down in the last decade as the most well, you know the weakest champions. probably the weakest IW wgp heavyweight champion of the past (laughs) decade so to see that he's gonna be the next challenger for shingo it's like you really want shingo to do a lot of work here so god bless you shingo uh next up we also had over the weekend gcw homecoming with matt cardona aka the former zach Ryder, defeating nick motherfucking Gage.
2: So Nick to Gage w- had two back-to-back losses? What's happening? Nope. They must have paid this man a lot of money. To win. They must have paid him a lot of money. Matt Cardona became the new GCW
1: World Champion thanks to interference from RSP and 440 Stable. And they interfered uh, RSP low blow gauge uh, before Cardona hit him with light tubes and then hit the radio silence to get the win in what was amazing heat from the fans in Atlantic City, including them raining down trash and beer bottles on the ring following his loss you would have thought matt cardona was hulk hogan turning on the fans
3: (laughs) in wcw in (laughs) wow that was matt matt cardona is getting this nuclear heat and like what year are we in (laughs) so that weekend it was nick fucking nick motherfucking gage and then on Dynamite, we had Nick freaking
1: Gage. Nick Gage right. had the best week ever. He was in the biggest independent wrestling match of the year against Matt Cardona and then was on in cable television against Chris Jericho. Cardona was viciously, viciously beaten in this matchup. Uh, he mm-hmm. had a huge gash on his arm following this victory. Blood stained on a white shirt. He The white shirt that you couldn't even tell was white anymore. It was so full of blood. Uh, the next night at homecoming part two Nick Gage uh, interrupted Cardona's uh, lawyer smart Mark Sterling addressing the GCW universe RSP and his 44-0 stable came down to circle Gage but his MDK stable made the save and sat a- and um, set up MDK versus 44 in the art of war games in Chicago, Illinois during Labor Day weekend for GCW GCW will be having an event during all-out weekend. So that's gonna be huge. And if you've seen a GCW regular match Just imagine how war games is gonna be for them. But Chrissy love. What is your reaction to Matt Cardona? Trending not only number one over the weekend mm-hmm. but trending number one against UFC and the Olympics Matt Cardona winning the GCW World Championship. Really?
2: <laughs> trend, trend, was he trending on Matt Twitter Cardona like that? Wow. A
3: motherfucking hot topic. This Congrats time. to him. Hot well topic. deserved.
2: Well, he he deserves those flowers. Good for you, friend. Like, yeah, I mean, no one's watching the Olympics this year. I mean, <laughs> this sure. is like. I'm
3: not sure he got flowers. He got a lot of motherfucking bandages and band-aids. <laughs> well, you.
2: <laughs> I'm just, fu- I'm just fucking
3: with you. I know, but Dang. if you see Nothing what that you've... man went through, if you see, no, what I mean, he I see, through... I saw
2: the, I saw the pictures, and he, I didn't even know who it was until I had to like zoom. I read the name. I was like, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, wow, well, yeah, no one does, no one's watching the Olympics, so not surprised at that that, uh, uh <laughs> like this is the fir- no one is watching. Like this is the first time I can a- actually say that no one is going out to a bar to watch it. I'm going off topic. But, yeah, no one's giving a fuck about that. Um, But, I mean, love to see it. I'm happy that wrestling was trending more than the Olympics and the UFC. Good. Let them them see what these guys are doing. Let them see, even if it was a bloodbath. So what? It's okay.
3: And you know what I'm (laughs) loving about the Matt Cardona story? If you see his reaction to what he goes through in these matches... You could literally see in his reaction like this is what my life has become like <laughs> I'm
2: <laughs> Animal in-
3: I used to be a superstar and I'm going through war now like you could just see it in like it- his reactions in these matches are fucking bold
1: Absolutely but yes, like like you said, uh, JJ, the reactions to him, uh, his reaction was beautiful after the match. Uh, oh, soaked, oh. soaked in the ring, trash all over the ring, and he's just believe
2: looking, it. looking
1: at the GCW title like the boyhood dream has come true.
3: Fuck fuckers? Fuck y'all, yo!
1: It was wonderful. Wonderful stuff. <laughs>
3: All the trials and tribulations, man, is sitting there fucking beaten, bruised, and proud to be a champion in front of people that didn't want it to happen.
1: Yeah, and like Chrissy Love always talks about, you know People leaving WWE and having the hot girl summer And you would mm-hmm. think someone like Zack Ryder Who like right. JJ was saying off camera Like constantly, every single time he got himself over Or got an right, opportunity right. They denied him and denied yes. him 2011, yep. he was more popular than ever before The Rock mm-hmm. was in the middle of the ring in Madison Square Garden And fans were chanting for Zack Ryder He wins right. the United States Championship Then he gets into like that hole. Cuck- storyline with john cena kissing his girlfriend in front of him, the the embrace the hate or rise above the hate storyline with kane mm-hmm, beating mm-hmm. them all over the over the place wins at wrestlemania 32 the intercontinental championship loses it the very next night you would think that him coming out of wwe would like they would be fan you know Embrace to him, but he goes to AEW and never quite connects there and never quite gets over He's only there for like five weeks and then he leaves he goes to impact wrestling He's never been viewed really there as a main event star He's kind of been in the mid card feuding with Brian Myers But it took him going to the death match and putting his body on the line and now he's more popular Probably even when he was uh, a babyface in 2011 and he's the top Heal in GCW. It's it's a bu- it's a beautiful thing for someone who worked so hard. So hard,
2: yeah. He deserves but, it, even if it had to be a bloodbath.
1: And if our producer can uh, put up a picture of 2011 (laughs) in the ring, the world heavyweight champion, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, WWE champion, CM Punk, United States champion, Zack Ryder. And now in 2021, they are Mm. the hot topics in professional wrestling. You love to see it. You love to see it. Right,
2: right. Well, look at that.
1: We got to move on to WWE NXT. Samoa Joe cut a masterful oh. show, uh, re-signing. Uh, that's, re- part, that's,
2: that's part of the show. That's it. Close off resigning <laughs> as
1: NXT management and becoming a part of the active roster and officially challenging Karrion Cross for the NXT championship at TakeOver 36. You also had Dakota Kai turned on Raquel Gonzalez after a very good promo where she said, as long as I'm by your side, you will always be champion. And that didn't last much longer. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam Cole defeated Bronson Reed in the main event and then was attacked by Akala Raleigh who gave him a brain buster on the Steel steps. You also had Ridge Holland return after a serious injury last year to help Pete Dunn and Orny Lurkin defeat Tommaso Champa and Timothy Thatcher in a hard-hitting opener. Uh, Carmelo Hayes beat Josh Briggs to move on in the breakout tournament. And you also had the hilarious golf segments with la Knight and cameron grimes on a show that was on sci-fi preempted because of yes, the, of the Olympics. Olympics. it was off usa network and it did 520k not the best rating but understandable with the move over to sci-fi but christy love what was your highlight from uh, nxt this week
2: samoa joe definitely was one of my uh highlights of the Uh, night. One of the ones I can definitely remember that and the indie, um, indie Hartwell. Uh, (laughs) that she's a hundred because she's gonna get Dexter back and her. He's gonna be a part of the family. I can't wait. Gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Can't wait to see it. But I'm, I'm so stoked to see Samoa Joe and he's gonna. I guess they don't. They only recognize him as a champion on NXT. So let him be champ over there. Then
1: he can potentially become the first ever three time NXT champion. Yes.
2: I'm wait I'm ready for it. I can't wait to see it.
1: Should be very interesting at TakeOver 36, which is really shaping up to be a great card. Great right, yeah. Walter off? maybe Dakota versus Raquel so bunch yep. of big matches for that event SummerSlam weekend WWE Raw we had they did 1.8 million viewers this week still uh, Slightly down from last week, but still up in the ratings that they were doing uh, a couple of weeks ago Charlotte Flair defeated Raw Women's Champion Nikki Ash in a championship Contenders match oh,
3: uh, It
1: seems to be WWE's new thing to do
3: my finger was on the camera button. <laughs> I as much. I figured
1: as much. But yes. Uh, she beat her in a championship contenders match to uh. set up a match next week. This was made after it was announced Nikki Ash will defend the Raw Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley in a uh, triple threat match at SummerSlam. Carry and Cross beat Keith Lee in in his second week on the main roster. Yo, like
2: this is. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: Welcome back, Keith Lee.
2: Right, right. That part. <laughs> uh, Yo, Damian,
3: why do you punish me with this shit?
1: Damian Priest uh, defeated Sheamus in a championship contenders match. My question for you, top guy JJ, what have you thought about Nikki Ash's quote unquote push so far? On Monday Night Raw.
3: It feels like somebody is trying to stuff a bunch of pills down my throat and then I have to hit the back <laughs> of my throat and then vomit it out. Um I don't know. Sight. I don't I don't know. I don't know what to think of this because <sighs> I don't hate I I don't hate Nikki Crush, Ash, whatever this is. But this is hot dog shit. Wow. I I I, I got the confidence that I can defeat. Like, what? Like, what? Like, and and then you you become champion for a week, and then you lose in your very first in-ring match. Right. That's That's what I'm saying. It's it's already underwhelming, and it was underwhelming to begin with. So I'm already, like, disinterested, and I, so, so, I did turn on USA Network at 10.55 and realized that these two are main eventing, and I turned it right back off. So I don't know how it ended. I have no idea because I, I, I was like, "You're kidding me! This is the main. Ev- this is the main event of this is the main the main event of Monday Night Raw is a contenders match between Charlotte Flair and Nikki Ash. Yep. Yep. I don't really have anything else to add to it, but I I don't I don't watch this show. Um. And every time I keep hearing about the dumb shit that occurs on this show makes me grateful that I did not see this shit, this train wreck. Mm. I'm pretty sure somewhere along the line, you probably got a Drew McIntyre story in there somewhere. If you didn't, better for y'all. But apparently 1.8 million people watch this bullshit. Kudos to y'all. I hope you got what you wanted because I damn sure didn't watch it at all. I saw like 35 seconds of it and I saw Instagram clips. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Seems to be a wise decision of your time I will say. Uh, uh, I have to commend you for that. Uh but yeah, uh
3: Nick I, know, I understand you got to get you get paid for that. So I'm you 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 know.
1: Now this is this is this is the one show that I, I it pains me that I have to watch but I watch it for you folks watching True Hill Heat which Hopefully, you, you spend the time to watch this and right. go through a couple of ads where I will get paid for this. So, thank you. Thank you for your that time. Is really, and that
3: is really fucked up that you're going to ask me about Monday Night Raw and not NXT. But then you don't ask Chrissy about Monday Night Raw. You just did this on purpose, you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> I always ask Chrissy about Monday Night Raw. It's about You always you, ask
3: Chrissy about SmackDown.
1: You literally you literally turned off your camera last week with our guests.
2: Like the
3: worst show on all of wrestling programming right now.
2: Um, yeah, so Thanks,
1: I'm not going to say you're wrong at all. I mean, no. even with fans back, it was better last week, but still had his issues. It's obvious issues like carrying cross and uh, the aid on a gaping wound that was Nikki Hash cashing in money in the bank. But uh, yeah.
3: So I was scrolling through Instagram, right? And then I saw there was a segment between Eva Marie and Lily.
2: Well, there was oh uh, there yeah was Eva Marie and,
1: Tamina <laughs> and Natalia we have to send our best wishes to Natalia. She was injured during the matchup, and uh Eva Marie got like a two count on Tamina and then they cut to the video wall where uh they did <laughs> Lily. A, a, Lily, a Lily Lucian, a Lily Lucian uh, <laughs>
2: do you, wait do you guys know that they're actually selling Lily on the on the on the uh, website they have of course like they
3: are. Of course they are.
1: Of Bravo,
2: they
1: are. WWE. Of Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. You gotta love it. You gotta love WWE. They, they're, they're awesome for that.
0: This week on Impact Wrestling, it was a very newsworthy episode indeed. The show kicked off with Switchblade, Jay White, teaming with Chris Bay in his first Impact Wrestling official matchup against the Impact Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers. Despite uh, Switchblade looking good in his debut, Chris Bay was pinned by the Good Brothers following the Magic Killer as the team Bayblade came off to an unsuccessful start. Following the matchup, Chris Bay uh, expressed disappointment in failing in his first match with the Bullet Club, but Switchblade let him know that he is not officially a part of the Bullet Club just yet, and he had to prove himself. The two men later in the night attacked Finjuice, leading up to the resurgence match between David Finley and Jay White for the Never Openweight Championship. Also on that same show, it was announced that in two weeks time there will be a battle royal to determine the number one contender for Kenny Omega's Impact World Championship. Kenny Omega and Don Kallax expressed being upset with this decision made by Tommy Dreamer and came out for a promo segment which was interrupted by Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan let the Elite know that he would be versing them in a six man tag team match, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers, and he had to choose two mystery partners, and he expressed that he would jump over the barricade to attack them, but instead, it was none other than AEW's own Elite Hunter, Frankie Kazarian. Making his return to Impact Wrestling, attacking the elite along with Sammy Callahan and running the group off. It was then it was then explained later on in the night that Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Callahan, and Eddie Edwards would verse Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers next week on Impact on Access TV. We will have more follow up on the latest with Impact Wrestling next week and SmackDown. Finally was another newsworthy episode as the build in the lead up to Summerslam continues. The show kicked off with John Cena making another scathing promo in regards to Roman Reigns telling that Roman Reigns is scared of him and even calling him by his first real name, Joe. He was then interrupted by Baron Corbin, still doing his broke man gimmick and he was given an attitude adjustment by the doctor of Thuganomics. Later on in the night, it was supposed to be a contract signing for Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Instead, Baron Corbin attacked Finn Balor before he could sign the contract. And then Baron Corbin looked like he was going to sign the contract that Roman Reigns already signed for SummerSlam. Instead, it was John Cena who came down and attacked Baron Corbin and signed his name on the dotted line. So it is now official. Roman Reigns will face John Cena for the WWE Universal Championship. In other noteworthy and newsworthy content on SmackDown this week, the boss. Sasha Banks made her return to SmackDown for the first time since Wrestlemania. Uh, She helped out SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair from an attack from Carmella and Zelina Vega. This led to a tag team match main event, a fun match indeed with Sasha and Bianca Belair getting the victory. It seemed that everything was rosy and peachy between the two ladies who were in the Wrestlemania main event, but you can never trust the boss. Sasha Banks gave Bianca Belair a a backstabber following the matchup and then locked her in the bank statement repeatedly, telling her I never forget and I'm the boss. So it seems that Sasha Banks is back in her heel ways and we seem to get Sasha versus Bianca at SummerSlam.
1: All right, now that we're done with what we missed, let's go through our news rundown. WWE news, you guys want to hear something interesting that plays into our top news story. After CM Punk and Danny O'Brien has been suspected to sign with another company outside of WWE, multiple MMA insiders,
2: Mm, (laughs) oh my mm -hmm. god,
1: why are you still doing this? Multiple MMA insiders on the Figure Four online and Wrestling Observer newsletter boards are claiming Brock Lesnar has signed a deal with someone other than the WWE. Mm. Hmm. Very, very interesting. We interesting. Will, that is
2: you, very interesting. We will keep you
1: updated on that for sure.
0: Despite that previous report regarding the message board with Brock Lesnar, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that there is nothing at all to the rumors as AEW President Tony Khan had never had business discussions with Brock Lesnar. Those close to the Beast Incarnate said the stories that he secretly signed with the company are 100% inaccurate. As of this time, Brock Lesnar has not signed with WWE, AEW, or even UFC. It remains to be seen what exactly is behind these rumors, but we will keep you updated on True Heat.
1: In other news, you had Andrew Zarian of the Matman Podcast uh, reports that the WWE is set to return to Saudi Arabia in in October, barring any possible restrictions due to the COVID-19 panorama. Uh, a date has not been confirmed, but the rumor is that the show will happen on October 21st, a Thursday. Zarian also reported that WWE is planning on uh, a Queen of the Ring tournament for that same month. Month kicking off on SmackDown on October 8th and Raw on October 11th, after it was by Wrestling Inc. and Zarian then reported that the finals of the Queen of the Ring tournament will likely be held in Saudi Arabia at the planned event there. Progression progression wwe is such a is such an inspirational company you know women just were able to drive in saudi arabia and now they're gonna see a queen of the ring crowned how do you feel about that miss christy
2: love i don't know if i should be happy or just say why like i'm like i'm in i'm stuck because why are we going back to saudi arabia in a panorama seriously Hopefully, they don't get stuck there like they did last time. Um, this is, I, I, don't, I, I don't even know how to feel about this, to be honest. Love that we're having a Queen of the Ring tournament. Who, who, what will happen with the Queen of the Ring? What will happen to her? Will she get a push or she'll look like Baron Corbin? What will happen?
1: She'll probably be the queen for like another year until they have another Queen of the Ring tournament. Or for two years like they did with Baron Corbin when they didn't have a King of the Ring in 2020.
2: Because if it was a, okay.
3: So they completely devalued the potential of the Queen of the Ring once they realize it's gonna be in fucking Saudi. Right. It's go. completely devalued. Like complete completely irrelevant at this point now. It means yeah, jack shit. It means jack shit. It's like Braun Strowman winning the greatest Royal Rumble ever.
2: Right and look at and look where he is at.
1: That was quickly forgotten. Also the Undertaker winning that uh that Kuwait trophy. Or uh, the Good Brothers winning the best tag team in the world. The only thing that was lasting (laughs) Or Shawn
3: Michaels returning to the ring.
1: The only thing that was lasting (laughs) from Saudi Arabia was Shane McMahon being the best in the world. Shane
2: McMahon. McMahon.
1: Absolutely. And I just thought of the perfect title for this episode of uh, True Hill Heat. Cult of Panorama.
2: Yay! See, you got it. That's the new, that's the new word, panorama, peeps.
1: Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, this is the quality content you get on True Billy. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: tough, JJ. I usually, I, I usually ain't following usually, you, that shit. Usually, usually, you're with the shits, not Sid. <laughs> shocking! Yeah, actually, you must be on me. you. You 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 gotta be on medication. Gotta I mean, be. You
3: no, know, as S P depressed me with talking about raw and Saudi and back to back. Like he's a, he's a scumbag for this. Like this should have
1: just been an <laughs> Hey, we got better news. We got more WWE news. WWE has announced that actress Tiffany Haddish uh will host the official after party for this year's Summerslam on October twenty first in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's good news. Celebrity involvement for uh SummerSlam. Uh speaking of Monday Night Raw though, thank for you for that quick segue there, Top Guy JJ. Natalia, like I said before, appeared to suffer some sort of Injury to her ankle on Monday's Raw, but she took the to right, Twitter. Great, so now we
2: could take the belts off them because they don't need it anymore. We, we've Jeez. done. We've had enough. Of it. Well, yeah. Okay. O- uh, over but-
1: it. But she over t- it. She took to Twitter to comment on the incident with a photo of her leg bending uh, against uh, mm-hmm. dewdrop. She hasn't uh, actually confirmed the injury or her status for future WWE events. Feifel Select reports that Randy Orton is currently listed on the disabled inactive list in the company, uh, which was the only reason given for why he has been out for almost a month. There are said to be no issues between Orton and WWE. Every Everyone wants him to be back in time for the August 2nd episode of Monday Night Raw. There were plans in place for Orton and Riddle through SummerSlam, but Orton's absence forced them to call an audible. According to Wrestling Inc., that seems to likely change soon as Orton is advertised uh, for Saturday's WWE Super Show uh, live event in Milwaukee as well as Sunday's show in Detroit, Michigan. Local ads also have Orton teaming with riddle Andrew drew mcintyre against bobby lashley ej styles and almost oh my likely, god
2: please don't please don't. in a
1: likely dark main event at monday night on monday night raw this coming week
0: world culture and wrestling inc reports that jeff Jarrett has actually parted ways with wwe as a producer Uh, They first reported this on Friday, saying that uh, Wrestling Inc. saying that Jared parted ways with the company back in January, and he was never signed to any sort of deal to work as a producer. Other sources and platforms have come out and said that Jared is loosely still associated with WWE, but more on a when he wants to be there type of role. It should be interesting as we keep you updated on this story, and we'll have a follow up on next week's True. He'll eat. Several notes coming out of WWE's quarter two conference calls as they reported increased business and even Vince McMahon directly referencing AEW after a question directed to him during the Q&A portion. Uh, Stephanie McMahon is putting over the zombies and the views and expression, and impressions and trending topics associated to, to it following the Wrestlemania Backlash uh, universally panned Army of the Dead crossover. Nick Khan says uh, WWE sees an opening on the sports calendar with some openings and are using it to implement some Saturday pay-per-views following the decision to make SummerSlam a Saturday event. Uh, the WWE's latest House show in Louisville, Kentucky was the highest grossing of any WWE's nine events at the Yum Center. Nick Khan talked about how much better the merchandise sales are at live events upon their return to touring than the last time they were in these particular uh, cities. Nick Khan says that viewership of WWE's pay-per-views are up drastically on Peacock over the WWE Network. And of course, in the juicier news, District Man took part in the Q&A section from the media regarding the Quarter 2 earnings and he directly answered questions in regard to AEW. When asked about AEW's investments and in, in their roster signings, Visigman says he isn't sure what AEW's plans are and wouldn't consider them competition the way WCW was back in the day. He doesn't consider this competition the way Ted Turner came at WWF with all of his assets. He also, uh, when talking about AEW, Vince said, and I quote, I'm not sure where their investments are, but when it comes to their talent, perhaps we can give them some more. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp of FIFL took notes on the conference call and did mention Vince really trails off here, so it's hard to tell if this is a sick burn or him asking Nikon to add more color to their views on AEW. He said, I could also be c- construed as uh, Vince saying, I'm not so sure what their advancements are as far as their talent is concerned. Perhaps we can give them some more. So he says that Vince's volume is notoriously low on these calls, so it's really hard to add proper contents even hearing it firsthand. Speaking of Vince McMahon, WWE and Plumhouse Studios have announced a new limited scripted series called the United States of America vs. Mr. McMahon. The series will focus on Vince McMahon being indicted in 1994 for allegedly supplying talent with anabolic steroids. McMahon was eventually acquitted by a jury of his peers. This is going to talk about the uh, Rupert Murdoch articles in the New York Post which led to him being indicted for anabolic steroid uh, distribution. It's very interesting because Rupert Murdoch is a part of management for Fox that the WWE now airs SmackDown on. This limited edition series was not um, announced where it's going to be available on, but it should be very interesting as it will follow Dark Side of the Ring Season 3, which will focus on the 1994 steroids trials. We'll keep you updated on the latest on this limited edition series. And the Dark Side of the Ring episode concerning the steroids child. Uh,
1: We gotta move on to AEW news. Cassidy Haynes and Bodyslam.net report that with cases of COVID-19 going back up due to the Delta variant of the virus, there is concern in AEW that their plans will be halted. Uh, Due to the rise in cases of the variant, cities and states in the United States have been changing their mass and virus uh, testing mandates. There's actually been a mass mandate just made for Las Vegas, Nevada, where WWE is going to be running SummerSlam. AEW is worried about the Delta cases interrupting their plans for shows in the two aforementioned cities, as well as uh, St. Louis, uh, Missouri, and more. There have also been talks in the company about what to do if there is another shutdown, including a possible return Mm. to Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida for another extended stay. It's been described as an all-hands-on-deck situation as of late, but ultimately, Tony, le- Tony Khan has the has to make a decision about what is right for the talent staff and especially the fans. Mm, the CDC yeah. is currently recommending uh, masses once again, even for some of those who are already vaccinated. The worry in AEW is that the large gatherings will be banned again. The main concern at the moment is with Chicago, Illinois for All Out Week, as well as the, le- the first dance uh, in the... United Center and the New York area for the Arthur Ash Stadium event on September 22nd, as both cities have been working to stop the surge of new cases. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot said that the mask mandate could return to the city along with other possible restrictions. In New York, uh, municipal, uh workers are now required to get vaccinated or take weekly COVID-19 tests. In St. Louis, an indoor mass mandate was reinstated on Monday. As of now, AEW is moving forward with their current plans but are paying close attention uh, to what goes on in these and other cities top Mm -hmm. guy JJ my question for you could this possible uh, restrictions or changes in the COVID-19 panorama uh, cause AEW to push back plans for CM Punk and Danny O'Brien
3: um, I think they're gonna try to hold steadfast on it. They're gonna try to at least hang on to it until they're gonna be probably one they're gonna have to be one of those last minute decisions to do this. because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they locked in so many they, lock, honestly, they locked in so many contracts that they they have they have to get some payback for this. So hopefully they're able to hang on until that last moment because yes, they pulled yes. out pretty quick last time. um so which was obviously the smart thing to do. but, um, I think this go around, they're going to just keep a tight eye on things and really unless it's a mandated like restriction, they're not going to pull back. They, They can't pull back again. Like we've lost too much and I don't see them doing it again just out of precaution.
1: It makes sense. It makes sense. So we're hoping that, you know, everything goes well with these uh, COVID restrictions, that everybody gets vaccinated or wears their mask. And that's just yes, the, the most as they have to do in regards to this situation.
0: In an interview with, with Sean Russ of FIFO Wrestling, Kurt Angle reveals that he was offered uh, deals with AEW and Impact Wrestling following his retirement. Uh, Kurt Angle said, and I quote during the interview, I had AEW's TNA they've offered, but I can't do it. I wish I could. My body's too banged up. I'm 52 years old, just trying to live my life now, and trying to live it in less pain. I'm in a lot of pain right now. I'm suffering from the career I've had, but I don't regret it. AEW, I think, was a seven-match deal. TNA, I think they were just going to do one match, but I felt my final match is in WWE. I knew that I lost a step. I wasn't the same, and I, was, I wasn't in my prime anymore. I didn't like the person I was and the performer I was. But if I can't perform at the level that I was in my prime, I'm not going to do it anymore. That's why I turned down the offers from AEW and TNA.
1: According to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio, John Moxley had a discussion with Tony Khan about bringing over a new Japan Pro Wrestling star for him to work with at All Out. Tony reportedly agreed, and based on the promo on AEW Dynamite, it appears that we are going to get John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tadahashi at All Out. Goosebumps! Goosebumps! Put that
2: right in up. You didn't see my face? Just come. I was like, wait, what?
1: Put that in my <sighs> veins and inject it. Are you ready for Tadahashi versus Moxley, Chrissy Love?
2: Oh my god. I feel I feel that I have the goose. Oh my God. Whoa. That's gonna be amazing. Love I can't that's gonna be at all out too.
1: Yes. We're recording <sighs>
2: Chicago, wow! Chicago's getting
1: it all. It's getting it. Yo,
2: yo, they pulling out all. Well, this is like their WrestleMania almost. If if anything, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, yes, it is. So they're gonna put. This is gonna. This is a big boy show. We have to go all out, man. We have to do this all and you know get it all all while we can.
1: Do it big Uh, During a recent interview with the Wrestling Perspectives Podcast, AEW star Malachi Black discussed joining AEW and how he started thinking About the company the day he was released From WWE, he said And I quote, I'll be completely honest with you The day I got released, AEW Popped into my head, I had so many Friends there, and one of the last Conversations I had with John Huber A.K.A. Brody Lee, rest in peace He said, you'd love it here You'd have so much fun here And that Mm -hmm. kind of always stuck with me because him and me every once in a while would talk and they have definitely been moments where I was very frustrated. I know he went through similar stuff. So I spoke to him about it a couple of times and, you know, telling me how great he felt and how he how relieved he felt so that conversation stuck with me a lot it's great to hear that malachi black is in a better space you know being creatively fulfilled in aew speaking of people returning or coming to aew emmy sakura uh former Joshi star who was with aew in the past is coming back to the united states and aew uh she announced on Last Saturday, Sakura, who signed with AEW back in 2019 and split time between the company and Japan before the panorama made that impossible, announced on Saturday evening that she is heading back to the United States to compete for AEW full time. And then AEW announced the full lineup for next week's homecoming in Jacksonville, Florida. You're going to see the labor of Jericho, Chris Jericho versus Juventud Guerrera, because Jericho will have to win the match with a top rope maneuver as set by mjf aew tnt championship is on the line miro will defend against lee johnson have to know miro's awesome promo which he says the only two things that motivate him is a vengeful god and a double jointed wife miro has become one of the best promos in professional wrestling i just have to say that
2: another Uh, one that has again evolved as they have left the other uh company and now look at what they're doing i'm just saying I, I can't be singing the wrong song every time. I'm just saying
1: you're spitting spitting the truth. Uh.
3: that's what happens when you pull back those PG writers and just like, you know, um here, let's 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 take off the let take off the, the 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 collar and let them and let them loose. yeah. Exactly.
1: Uh, you also got Layla Hirsch versus uh, The Bunny in an NWA Women's World Championship Eliminator matchup. The winner will verse the NWA Women's World Champion Camille. Christian Cage will go one-on-one with The Blade. And, of course, the grudge match. Cody Rhodes will go one-on-one with Malachi Black. Ooh, Top guy that's going
2: to be a banger. Mm-hmm. Top
1: guy, JJ, what do you think about the lineup for Homecoming next week?
3: <laughs> this is why <Wild laughs> I watch Dynamite you <everywhere. laughs> week.
2: <laughs> like this
3: this is I mean the 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 card I mean it's it, 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 it all I had as a big match was Cody and Malachi black I'd have been happy with that right that part. <laughs> and and that match might actually be secondary to to everything else that is happening like you'm know, I, I, I don't want to sound I'm I'm gonna start to sound like a stand for aew mm-hmm. at some point. Yep. But it's it when yo all I want and all we ask for literally is for you to deliver us good shit. That's
2: and, that's, and, all, and, we ask, and, that's, that's all we
3: ask. That's it. Yeah, that's all. Like we don't ask for much. Like we don't nope. ask for much to stay locked in. Like obviously, yep. there's almost two million people watching some dog shit on the USA Network. So <laughs> clearly, you don't need a lot no. to keep us invested. So, but the fact that they're trying and they're making, like, we know what we're looking forward to on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's fucking amazing. It's amazing yeah. shit. Like, uh, why is this so hard to do? Why yeah. can't we get teasers or spoilers instead of getting, oh, this is what's happening on the card at 6 p.m. This is what's <laughs> happening at 4.30. <4:30. laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like, like, yo, my my plans for the day is already made, Joe. Like, I'm not going to alter my day for some garbage match that you're going to send me.
1: Which is usually a rematch when it comes to Raw. So Oh, yeah, my I God. Every-
2: Raw's like carbon copy. Like, okay, we're going to have either Rhea Ripley and Charlotte again. No, no, we're going to have them now go against Nikki Ash and have them all do it. Pr- it's like copy and paste, copy and paste. And it's like, I feel bad for the fans that have to now go there and you've paid your money no, to I don't see feel, I don't
3: feel. No, I don't feel bad for them. They fucking pay for it. I don't feel bad for them at all. At all. <laughs> if you decide to go on Ticketmaster <laughs> and buy tickets to Monday Night Raw, you're an idiot.
2: You deserve you what, really you exactly oh, wow. what you get. Oh, wow. Damn, guys.
3: Every hour.
2: Whoa, whoa,
3: Because Yo, why would you think it's going to get better? Like, why? Like, why would it all of a sudden just magically poof the magic dragon get better?
1: Why? Well, they're they're doing it in front of fans, and then uh, Raw has become a place where if you watch it live on Mondays and you go online and you have any sort of criticism to that, you get the the army of fans that's that's like why do why do you watch it and complain, or if you don't if you don't like it, don't watch it, and oh you can't you all you do is complain about the product. You don't want it to be better, and now we've gotten to the point where there are fans that are actively like saying like oh, i have never betrayed WWE how dare you betray wwe and become a fan of aew WWE, if it wasn't for wwe there would be no wrestling to have around for aew to be here i will never betray my loyalty to a fucking billionaire you fucking idiots what the hell is wrong with people
3: wow the the, 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 the ones that they'll never betray is he don't even know your fucking name
1: mm-hmm. stupid <laughs> <laughs> He's He's like stupid he treats uh, you like you're stupid. Like you don't remember yeah, stuff. Yeah, It's, it's just it's mind boggling. honestly. Yep. yep. Um, but also we should uh we should mention that uh in WWE news uh, this just came to me uh Andrew Zarian has reported that uh WWE wanted Cameron Cross to lose this week on uh Raw. Jeff Hardy he should have. Uh, to Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy has uh, tested positive for COVID nineteen. So our oh, thoughts are out there shit. to uh, to Jeff Hardy, <laughs> but that that means a change in the plan because the plan was for Kerry and Cross. Oh my noodles. god. To keep losing matches on the main roster until Scarlett Bordeaux debuted to help him start winning. Uh, the in I quote Andrew Zarian said on the Matman podcast this week. The plan was for Karrion Cross to uh, keep losing until Scarlett shows up and gets him back on track.
3: Mm. I just see the writing on the wall. The writing on the wall. This show is
1: awful! Oh, <laughs> way oh. over your head. You're going to drown in the things that you said.
3: <laughs> but We're uh, supposed Why? to feel sorry for people that goes to this? Yep. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Feel bad for them.
3: It's your poor, fucking
2: choice. Poor Keith Lee. Poor Keith Lee. Mm-mm. Speaking of Keith Lee. I feel, I feel Lee bad well. for
3: Bobby Lashley, actually. Speaking of Keith Lee as well.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a fact for that gold book crap okay well, well bob
1: lashley and goldberg are doing the same storyline as uh, roman reigns and john cena so the better less said about them the better because you're seeing the same thing twice a week but anyway speaking of keith lee uh he put out a tweet this week that uh he's decided <laughs> that he will tell his story of why he was off television for six months in a week or two so we'll keep you updated on that in new japan pro wrestling news uh new japan had a limited capacity event at the tokyo for Wrestle Grand Slam over the weekend with just 6,300 in attendance. Uh, mm. It was because of the whole COVID-19 outbreaks, but New Japan has also announced two more Wrestle Grand Slam events <laughs> to take place on September 4th and 5th from the MetLife Dome. Night 1 is going to have Kazuka Okada versus Jeff Cobb in a rematch. You're also going to have the King of Pro Wrestling trophy on the line, Chase Owens, defends against Toriano Night 2 will have for the iwgp world heavyweight championship shingo takagi versus evil for the iwgp tag team championships dangerous techers will defend against tensuya naito and sanada versus yoshihashi and hiroki goto and for the iwgp junior heavyweight championship the match i'm looking forward to uh, robbie eagles will defend against the returning Horomu takahashi so Takahashi will make his official return to New Japan in one on one competition on nice. September 5th at the MetLife Dome. But this does make me question even more why Evil is the next contender because Evil versus Shingo is not a main event that's going to sell out any type of a big stadium. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just saying. Just saying. You could you could <sighs> Koto Obushi, I hope is all right because you had like you have two months until that event, so I would think he would be better by then to do that matchup, Shingo and Obushi, But hopefully, you know Obushi is going to be better by then. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling also announced uh, the teams for this year's Super Junior Tag League, which will include six teams overall. The round robin tur- tournament begins on August 7th and runs through August 17th. The teams include the IWGP Junior Tag Team Champions El Fantasmo and Taji Ishimori, Rampangi 3K, Show and Yo, who have won the tournament three times, Suzuki Goon, Yoshinano Kanamaru, and El Desperado. Team 1 or 8, Rizuka Togushi and Master Wado, The Far East Connection, Gato and Dick Togo, and Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mass. According to the Wrestling Observer Radio, Chase Owens, winning of the King of Pro Wrestling 2021 trophy, is the start of a big push to make Owens a credible wrestler in the company. It was noted that he will be in the G1 Climax this year and will have a decent run in in that tournament. New Japan Pro Wrestling has yet to officially announce the participants of this year's tournament, however. What do you think about our former interviewee on True Hill Heats, Top Guy JJ, Chase Owens getting a big push?
3: I, I I like it. I like it, man. I mean, it's finally seemed it, it's something that it's it, it feels a little yeah. overdue. That he we've had this discussion even with him, what is it, what more than two years ago? Yep. Um I'm glad that it's happening. I just hope that it's done right because it it it's been long enough that he's mm-hmm. been kind of on the back burner because basically his interest is been essentially having a couple matches and playing video games right afterwards because yeah. his <laughs> push his, his push was so <laughs> minimal like that he would basically just go to work and then go play Call of Duty. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully this push ignites a bigger a, interest yeah. into what he's getting invested for.
1: Seems legit and I'm hoping I'm hoping yeah, it is gonna mean more for him for sure
0: Following this week's new Japan pro wrestling strong episode the tag team turbulence finals were Officially over and the good brothers Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows defeated Chris Dickinson and Brody King of Violence unlimited to win the tournament. It was an 11-minute match with the Good Brothers hitting the Magic Killer to get the win. Following the victory, John Moxley laid down a challenge to the Good Brothers at New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence on August 14th at the torch at LA Coliseum, he promised to bring a friend. New Japan Pro Wrestling posted the video from Moxley after this week's AEW Dynamite in which he promised he settles all his scores eventually and said he's meeting a buddy in LA for some beers on August 14th so he's gonna make a two for one and will be bringing his friend to the show to challenge the two. Very interesting comics by John Moxley. Now that he's not the IWGP United States Champion, he has time to finish the score with the Good Brothers.
1: Impact Wrestling announced the teams for their one-night tournament uh, for Homecoming, where they're going to have a mixed tag team tournament to crown the Homecoming King and Queen. Uh, the The first five teams are Petey Williams and Jordan Grace, uh, the family of Pump with Little Petey Pump and uh, Thick Mama Pump, uh, Jordan Grace, uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to, Tommy Dreamer and Rachel Ellering, uh, Matt Cardona and his fiancée. Tommy
2: Dreamer still is out out there go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Matt Cardona he, he
3: still wrestles.
2: Yeah, apparently.
1: <laughs> Matt Cardona and his fiance, Chelsea Green, uh Rosemary and Crazy Steve of the Decay, and Brian Myers and a partner to be announced.
0: Tonight, live on the Impact Plus app you can see Impact Wrestling Homecoming, their latest Impact Plus special, which will feature their Impact Homecoming tournament, a mixed tag team tournament that will crown the first ever homecoming king and queen in Impact Wrestling history. The first round will feature Hernandez and Alicia Edwards of Swingers Palace versus Impact Wrestling knockout champion Diana Paraza and a partner to be announced. You're also gonna see the Pump family, P- Little Petey Pump teaming with Thick Mama Pump, Jordan Grace versus Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. You'll also see Crazy Steve and Rosemary of the Decay versus Fala and Flavor of Fala ba and Tasha Steeles, as well as Tommy Dreamer and Rachel Ellering versus Brian Myers and a tag team partner to be announced. The tournament semifinals and finals will take place on the Impact Plus special. You'll also see in a hardcore match Eddie Edwards versus W. Moore Continuing their rivalry and for the X Division Championship, Josh Alexander will face Black Taurus. That is available on the Impact Plus app and our boys of Blunt Impact, Chris G and Ness, will do a full review of the show available right here on the True Hill Heat
1: YouTube channel. And then our final news note, Ring of Honor ROH announced that the EC3 will face uh, Brian Johnson on Night 2 of Glory by Honor uh, 2021, which will take place on August 20th. And then finally, we're going to finish things off. We don't have any shows to preview this week, but we will do our top three (laughs) must-see Forbidden Door Dream Matches. Each of the hosts will have to... Bring together their own must see the matches they want to see the most with the Forbidden Door being wide open, as John Moxley said on AEW Dynamite this week. So, AEW is working with New Japan. New Japan is working with Impact. Impact's working with AEW. Uh, AEW is working with NWA. We've seen NWA stars working in Impact Wrestling with Mickey James. So, all of these promotions are in a big pot. And you can choose anyone from these four promotions to put up against each other. What is your top three must-see Forbidden Door matches? Ladies first, as always, Miss Chrissy Love. Start us off.
2: Okay, so my first one is going to be Jay White versus uh, Hangman Page. I like it. Uh, Thank you. Um, My second one, well, uh, well, let's just first travel back to that one. Those two fine men. I'll be there any day of the week. First of all, uh, bruh. Jay White. I was so excited to see him. So yeah. Um, ugh, God damn it. Um, my next one is my boo. Abushi. hopefully, you know, he'll be all right and he can come out and he can play. I want him to go. Hmm. Malachi black.
1: I dig that. I wasn't thinking of that one. I like that one a lot.
2: <laughs> and my last one, I wanna say, hmm. I am going to say do 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 do. What's the other person? Um, hmm. Let me do a ladies. I would love to see Mickey James um and Miss Britt Baker probably.
1: That's a very good one. That's one I wouldn't have thought of off the top of my head. Very good options right there from Miss Chrissy Yay. Love. Of course, for you guys watching, you can leave your comments down below with your top three must see Forbidden Door Dream matches and who you think out of the three of us had the best options. Top Guy JJ, give us your three must see Forbidden Door Dream matches.
3: I got. I got to go with my main event, as I've been wanting to see for the God knows how long now. Just uh, another match between Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. Like I, I, oh. I, I need that. I need that, and I could watch that all night, all day, three times on Sunday. <laughs> um, <laughs> next one, I wanted to go a little outside here. Um, I wanted to go with a Malachi Black match. I want to see Malachi Black and Naito.
2: Nice. Very
3: nice. And my third option, I want to see a show stealer. So I think by show stealer, what I would want to see is freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy versus Hiromu Takahashi.
2: Ooh.
1: That's an interesting one. Very, very interesting one. I like those three as well. All right. So I'm going to go with the ladies first. And I'm gonna say Dr. Goat Baker, DMD, the AEW women's world champion, versus Impact Knockouts champion Diana yeah. I right, Oh, that was was such that
3: was right there. It's like an honorable
2: mention. Good honorable time. mention. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because they're best friends. It
1: just only it, it it only makes sense. Oh, are they
2: are they really?
1: They're best friends in real life. So Oh, that be that means they're gonna give a, the, a banger.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Against like a each Sasha other. and Bailey. Yep. Okay, guys. Uh, so.
1: uh a beauty. Next I would go with two people who I believe are maniacs that put their body on the line way too much. One gets injured a lot. The other is the next enigmatic star in professional wrestling. And I'm talking about Darby Allin going mm-hmm. against Hiromu Takahashi. I think that that would just be insane. They, they would just be flying all over the place, hurting each other and hurting themselves. Mm-hmm. And that would just in be yeah. Yes. And my third is a rematch, but it's a match that everybody's been wanting. It's a match that I will probably keep saying that I want until the end of time. My honorable mention would be Okada versus Omega in the United States because we never got that at the G1 Supercard in in Madison Square Garden. And that needs to be in a stadium at a pay-per-view for AEW if they can make that happen. But... AEW I get them definitely, definitely needs to make happen Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi. We need the battle of the Golden Lovers in a big stadium, in a big event for AEW or New Japan in the Tokyo Dome. That needs to happen. That must happen. It doesn't have to be for a championship. It could just be one-on-one, and I'm here for it. The battle of the Golden Lovers needs to happen. So that is my three. So let us Good know. one, guys in the comment section below three different options from all three of us uh give us your Question. top three. yeah
2: do you think that you know how we will like either like go to someone's house to watch these pay-per-views or we watch them together on you know like via zoom or whatnot do you think that they are doing that over in connecticut watching like aw and just like you know just writing pen and paper just to, you know taking notes but probably not executing those notes because they don't give a shit anyway. But do you think that they're like paying for these pay-per-views? Maybe, you know, they probably don't even pay for it. They probably got like, you know, illegal shit going on and just like, you know, find a link and just watch it that way.
1: Well, according to Area Davari, yes, they do. There are... WWE superstars who have admitted that they do watch aew killian dane also did an interview where he said that they used to watch aew backstage at nxt when they would Mm. go head to head so
2: yeah they do they do i'm talking about i'm talking about vince and triple h and sean oh vince ain't watching
3: that shit i would say yeah i would definitely say talent talent's watching it but no producers are watching that at all
2: Really, you think so?
3: I don't think any producers is watching it. The reason why they're not watching it look, because look sh- they would actually
2: S-C, know what good, they at... would know what they would
3: know what good content looks like.
2: You know what? That's Hell a fact. No. That's a fact. Hell to the no! What? But
3: I, I don't. I don't see any producers watching it at all.
2: Okay. At all. What? But I'm happy. I'm happy that other other wrestlers, like other you know superstars, are you know giving props and watching them because they all are. At the end of the day, they all are friends. They all know each other. The community. It's it's very like they know each other like there's a friend of a fan or we've wrestled or we've met each other like we've been in a car together something like that. So I'm happy I'm glad to hear you say that part SP
1: that that forbidden door on WWE side is padlocked. It's padlocked, it's got a <laughs> door in front of it, it's got a chair in front of it. They got everybody locked in. There's no Forbidden Door passage into the WWE. They tried with New Japan, they tried and failed, as we see with AEW and New Japan doing more together. So, yeah, the Forbidden Door is burnt. There's no door there. There's no door, it's just a wall now. Just, it's just a, a wall. wall damn that's okay. one.
3: yeah that's why we were so underwhelmed and not really caring about that speculation conversation when we had it no one cared mm-hmm. no one even think or thought of give, giving matches because
2: it's, they're so for, focused was on going happening. to saudi just they just want to go to happening. saudi arabia that's what they're focused on exactly exactly he signed his his life on the dotted line so therefore he owns them all but they want to say blood money and move on
1: but right. like I said, give us your top three Must be <laughs> Forbidden Door Dream Matches In the comment section below Let us know what you thought about our choices For Forbidden Door Matches And let us know who you thought had the best options Of course, if you're here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel Smash that subscribe button If you are new to the channel, hit the bell to stay notified Whole bunch of great content that is already up on the channel right now We had our first ever AEW Dynamite Live Watch along with Romeo and Ness watching Fight for the Fallen 2021. A lot of great feedback from there, a lot of new subscribers to the oh, channel. That sounds so- fun.
2: I have to be a part of one of those soon.
1: For sure, they're going live next week for homecoming, so you could possibly join them for that.
2: Okay. A okay. Great
1: experience, interact. That would be okay. I'm gonna
2: do that one. Yeah. With
1: them reacting to it, you can also check out the live uh, review that myself, Jimmy Macaram and Marcus Cash did for Fight for the Fallen, where we broke down each and every segment, different perspective. You get the reaction mm-hmm, from. Mm-hmm. Romeo and Ness, and you get a full review and analysis from me and the guys of AE Recap with AE Ramble, our live AEW Dynamite review. Of course, there's Rated Raw Superstars every Monday following Monday Night Raw where where, uh, Romeo and Drunk Guy JJ go live following the show. You also got NX3 with Romeo Ness and Chris G reviewing WWE NXT. You also got the live review for Blood Impact with Chris G and Ness they go live every single Thursday following impact wrestling So there's a whole bunch of great content to enjoy and we even did a live watch along for smackdown this week So we're getting more live content and we're gonna be back with a live edition of true hill heat in two weeks time August 14th where the worlds collide true hill heat versus the distraction podcast of Fightful jeremy lambert and joseph holbert will be back on the show together this time and they will face Myself and top guy jj in the first ever world collide Fantasy draft of Russell. Wow. It's Chrissy love as the special guest judge. She has to be non-biased She has to cut it right down the middle right down the middle, and being the judge. but Oh, that's we, so Oh, my God. And not only
3: <laughs> you, said <laughs> fantasy, you said fantasy draft? Yes. Oh, they're about to get cooked. Not only is Chrissy <laughs> going to be a to judge. They're about only... to get smoked, cooked, turned. and they. I probably won't even season them. They's going raw.
1: Not only is Chrissy going to be a judge, but you guys are going to be a judge as well. And then the following week is our huge fourth anniversary four year anniversary of true hill heat four years since our first podcast for true hill heat so some big live editions of true hill heat coming up but we'll be back next week with true hill heat 137 but enjoy all that great content miss chrissy love where can they find you on social media
2: i am the station miss chrissy love you can find me on ig twitter and on facebook uh You can, uh, it's just Chrissy love underscore or just miss Chrissy love. And my name is just Crystal Lynch. Um, hopefully I will be on more content on the live streams with other guys. So see you there.
1: And top guy, JJ, where can they find you on social media?
3: On Instagram, you can mainly find me at truehill_topguy.jj underscore guy JJ, and on the YouTube channel, you can find me every week with these two awesome people here on the TrueHill Heat podcast, yes. and on a couple roundtables, usually the live roundtable reactions. You know, especially if the the pay per view is worth it, definitely catch us <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> yes he has become a staple Of the round table He's the new
2: He's
1: the new round table rebel He took he took Ness's spot You can find me on twitter machine At sp 3 You can find my written content Over on Sports Keto Wrestling da- Almost daily features Up on there I've done almost 30 This month so check out All the great content that I got over there As well you can see me every Wednesday On Powered 4 TV youtube channel with powered 4 sp3 11 a.m eastern time 4 p.m bst every wednesday as well at 3 p.m eastern time 8 p.m bst with alex mccarthy on wrestling daily doing everything with the wrestling world talking about it and doing a great debate and you can see me every friday on sports Keto wrestling youtube channel on smack talk with rick uccino and dutch mantel and this week you can find me on sports Keto wrestling youtube channel on their weekly Podcast Inside Cradle with Kevin Kellum talking about the latest in the wrestling world. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True Hill Heat. You can follow our friends over at Battle Club Pro as well as Warrior Wrestling. We are going to be having a huge announcement about Warrior Wrestling next week on True Hill Heat, so stay tuned for that. And of course, if you're listening to us on all your favorite podcast platforms, give us a five star rating, leave us a review, and and we will shout you out on the next edition of True Hill Heat. Like this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. Of course, if you're new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content right here on True Hill Heat. And, of course, you can see us on the Power 4 dot tv dot com dot tv excuse me website where you can see all our great content for true hill heat over there so until true hill heat 137 next week it is me it is me your true hill phenom sp3 for miss chrissy love for top guy jj we are signing off until next time